students, it's Monday. What is it, May 9th? This is, you're listening to Answers to Gospel Questions, and it's uh, you're listening with me, Brother Lawson, and also Brother Eric Wing. How are you, Brother Wing? I'm doing very well. Our listeners, I think, would be fascinated to know that last week you and I were hanging out in the land of North Carolina. And what was one of the coolest things we did in North Carolina? Well, I was surprised to find out that the Duke Library has an original copy of the Book of Mormon. Yes. And so we went to check it out. And then what even was even more surprising is that it wasn't just like you can look at it in a case or something or somebody else shows it to you, but mm-hmm. they let us, they just laid that book on the table and walked away and we could just flip the pages and hold that thing and got lots of pictures. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we were eating barbecue ribs as we were flipping through those pages. And <laughs> no, we weren't. That was pretty, that was actually pretty cool. You know, there's 5,000 copies of the Book of Mormon originally printed, which that's a lot of copies, but you know, that was also 200 years ago. And it's pretty hard to find an original copy of the Book of Mormon and, and to hold it was, was pretty awesome. We're going to hold the Bible today. Brother Wing, we're uh, we're going to talk about and answers the gospel questions today. We're going to talk a little bit about words, right? And so, how can my how can my words uh, affect outcomes? And th- this is illustrated. There's a, the, the answer to this question is illustrated pretty pretty great in in Numbers uh, chapter thirteen. There's a story here that we're going to go over. You know that I think that we've probably We've all been uh, told, you know, to you know, to speak differently or to be kinder, to be nicer. I remember I had a companion on my mission that was one of these guys that had like the perma grin on his face all the time, and like there was he was he was almost like a, you know I think the the slang word is Pollyanna ish, you know, like nothing could go wrong with this guy. He it, it didn't matter if he fell in a hole, stepped into some, some mud, everything. He just was like, oh, think of the blessings we're going to get now. And to be honest with you, I kind of got tired of that. Every, I mean, that dude used to wake me up in the morning, uh, like, and have he'd, he'd wake up like 10 minutes before me so he could shine my shoes and stuff like that. And he would just say, good morning, elder. And he would just, and I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, but uh, he was a great missionary, however because he had this eye of faith and it was, uh, it was positive. All right. So, uh, brother wing, why don't you jump into, uh, numbers 13 for us and let's, let's try to answer that question. Like how, how do word, how can words affect outcomes? So the story is relatively quickly, the children of Israel find themselves on the cusp of the promised land here in this place called Kadesh Barnea. Oh, you got to, do you know Hebrew? Do you speak Hebrew fluently? <laughs> that's, that's my pronunciation. Very, that's a very good pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, they are going to send in 12 uh, spies, or we could also call these representatives to like go in the land, check it out. Uh, Moses gives them instructions, you know, to see the land, what it is, the people, you know, is it strong or weak or good or bad? Or um, is it, whether it be fat or lean, it says, and uh, even the fruit and the the nature of the people, everything. So they're just going in and getting, acquiring all this information and they come back and uh, 
they do acknowledge, like this is Numbers 13, verse 27. They acknowledge, we came into the land, whether thou sentest, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. And it's pretty awesome. Man. Everything. Yeah. That, so, so that's like, that's pretty legit. I mean, these guys have been out in the wilderness for a long time. They've got to be so excited. Like we're, we're just going to send these 12, these spies in to check this out. They're going to come back and then we're going to, we're not going to have to wander anymore. It's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, hearing about a restaurant, a new restaurant in town or, or having someone tell you about how awesome Disneyland is. But then what happens next after they tell everybody about the land flowing of milk and honey? Yeah, it's the very next word then in verse 28 is nevertheless. Dang it. So there's this kind of, you know, yeah, but. And then the people be strong that dwell in the land. And uh, it causes fear among the people. There, this, this particular report. However, in this one of the, one of the 12 spies is a man named Caleb. And he said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Uh Next word, verse 31, but the men that went up with him, we be not able, uh, for they are stronger than we. And they give this, you know, verse 32, what is in the King James Version says evil report. The NRSV uses the word unfavorable. So they give this kind of negative report, like, you know, look, we're not able to do this. The people are there. There's giants there, you know, and um, in fact, verse 33 says the sons of Anak are known as giants, which come as giants. And we are in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. In other words, here's my little translation of that. These those that are giving this evil report, the 10 spies that give an evil report, they're basically saying we see ourselves like they see us which is not an accurate way. It right. seems that Caleb and Joshua, who are uh, trying to encourage the Israelites to go in and, and do what's faithful here and take the land, they're seeing themselves as God sees them. And that's a, obviously a very different thing. Sure. But the words of the 10 versus the words of the two, and as chapter 14 spells it out, the people go with the words of the 10. So these words had influenced them and and incited them with fear and then they don't even want to hear what caleb and joshua have to say in fact they take up stones to stone them right so they're clearly like um they're clearly they know that this is the land that god wants to give them everybody everybody knows that uh but the people it seems like they are whether they're doubting God or whether they're doubting themselves, they're, they're afraid to, to make this happen. And one of the results of it is going to be that we're going to see in uh, numbers 14 is that uh, they're going to have to wander for 20 more years uh, before they, before they're able to go in. That's kind of the, the, the consequence of, of them not expressing faith. I mean, they're right there at the, the land, but now they're going to have, they're going to have to, to wander a little bit more. So here's, a, here's my question for you, brother wing. So like if someone's reading this chapter and they're like, okay, I've just got to, I got to act in faith. I'm going to go do this. Um, what about like timing and everything? Like uh, when they, when they hear the reports, they hear Caleb and Joshua say, Hey, this place is great. Kind of like, Hey, Disneyland is awesome. But the other, the other spies are like, 
nevertheless the lines are super long right and it's, you're going to be there all day long it's going to be it's going to be brutal how do you how do you um how do you act in faith at the also though at the appropriate time does that make sense yeah like i i i think that the when we're responding to truth the holy ghost is going to confirm that truth right and we need to kind of tune our heart to the voice of wisdom and, and reason and truth. And, but our words, as they tend to be positive and hopeful and faithful, are always more accurate than not. And, um, you know, James has something to say about words and, how, and the power of words and how they can affect our outlook uh, on things. He even says, you know, uh, if, if any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. So our, our ability to kind of, they're, they're talking about possessing a land here, mm-hmm. our ability to kind of possess our own selves and, right. and have some self-control seems to be reliant on our use of words and our ability to kind of strengthen our own faith. You know, it's a pretty fascinating thing. You know, read Alma 32, we plant the word in our heart. And then what happens is we get faith, but then it's how we faithfully use words, uh, you know, that detem- determines if we're going to nourish that faith um, and go forward. So words have such a powerful impact on our success in life, especially our spiritual success. And I think it's important to, to recognize not only the words we're saying, but the words we're hearing, like where, what's the source of, of where we're hearing words come from are we listening to words that come from prophets from scriptures from the holy ghost or are we hearing words that come from people that don't have faith people that that um are just rehearsing their doubts uh about the gospel and about god with you and uh and that's where i think is probably what happened with the congregation of of the children of israel is there are some the these spies some of the spies had doubts and then they rehearsed their doubts with, uh, with the con, And then that just started the circle of, hey, let's everybody talk about how this is not going to work. And sure enough, it's not going to work if, you, if, if you're doing that. And so uh, it takes, it's not being a, a Pollyanna, I don't think of, uh, or not a real, you know, some people will hide uh, their faithlessness behind phrases like, um, oh, I'm a realist, right? Uh, it's important to, to understand what is truth, but where are you getting that truth from? Uh, is that coming from faithful sources or is it coming from uh, doubtful sources? I'm all for reason and logic and things like that, but I'm more for faith. And so uh, what do you think about that? Yeah. It's all, you know, it's not so much positive and negative. I think, mm-hmm. you know, that's, there's something to be said there, but what's, what we're talking about here way more, it's probably the way to say it is faithful or fearful, right? You know, and so we can even hear a negative or critical thing, but if it's true, then it's going to be faithful and edifying. Like it was right. going to inspire our faith. Like, yeah, I can do better. I can change. Right. Like Jesus died for me and I can, his grace can strengthen me to change. And now we're now repentance seems really hopeful and happy because it's in the context of Christ and, and faith. And, um, you know, there's a couple of interesting quotes here. One from president Nelson. I think we quoted this recently, but he said with frightening speed, 
A testimony that is not nourished daily by the good word of God can crumble. Thus, the antidote to Satan's scheme is clear. We need daily experiences worshiping the Lord and studying his gospel. I plead with you to let God prevail in your life. And then this part, give him a fair share of your time. Yeah. And so I think as you, know, you talked about what words we allow to influence us, if we give the Lord a fair share of our time each day in sincere scripture study, we're going to notice how that nourishes our soul and affects our outlook on life, even our words. And if we're trying to improve our words, we notice that they're kind of negative or faithless, then let scripture study have its way. uh, Right. I can see these dudes, these spies coming back and saying, you know, nothing we have told you is inaccurate. I mean, there is these, there's a big wall. There's lots of strong people there. Uh, there's, there's nothing that they said that's, that's not accurate, but what was missing was faith and encouragement and, uh, and hope all those things that come from, from having the Holy ghost with you. you know, that just reminds me of an article in the enzyme I read a long time ago. I can't even, I don't even remember where it was, but the, the writer, his name was Ron Bartholomew. And he talked about, um, true versus truth. Mm-hmm. his way of saying it and how you can you don't have to to um say an inaccurate statement to lie to somebody basically oh, yeah. you can, he talked about he gave some examples like one of them was babies mm-hmm. you know and he's like oh having babies yeah they're they're expensive they're stinky you know they're and it's just like all you can say all these true uh negative things and pay and basically talk someone out out of having kids you know? right it's not worth you know all this stuff but i mean these are you know but you could look at it a different way according to truth right and here's these children of god coming to your home fulfill purpose of life and um you can see it a completely I like that way according to truth so true versus truth basically again fear versus faith I like that. And this can turn into a much longer podcast, but I'll just say this real quickly. The, um, I, I like what you said, because I was just, I've got a, an old Institute student that has left the church and it's using her social media platforms to, uh, to expose all these truths, you know, about Joseph Smith and about church history and all these things. But the, the, the way in which she's reporting it is, um, is unfavorable or without without faith and so kind of like just like uh what you say about babies like let's just let me show you all the terrible things and uh, about babies and you'll think that the babies that babies are the worst things ever to exist on the planet earth so <laughs> so yeah you frame you can frame it in a way and put oh, yeah. it out of context and maybe the statement itself is true but it's so out of context that it ends up deceiving and it's inaccurate. I like that. I'm going to check that article out. All right, students, thanks for joining us on this episode of Answers Gospel Questions. Join us on Wednesday, uh, and and we're going to do it all over again. We got Fat Friday coming up on Friday, and uh, go ahead and share this podcast with somebody. I was just uh, talking to Brother Wing earlier. We have we had uh, nearly 400 downloads recently of uh, of our podcast, and we have about 50 new listeners. Uh, joining every week and so we're excited to to have you on and and so feel free to to share this with with anybody it's super easy to do we love your guts everybody stay righteous